They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Growing up without a dad wasn't easy. Take a good look around, gentlemen. This could easily accommodate 18 holes. What are you doing? Uh, I know that the bank is about to foreclose on this property. I'm just here to help. You're like a vulture, only less attractive. If he wants to be the man of the house, Tommy is going to have to win the big race on a mule. <laughs> Hello? So my name is Jackie A. How can you talk? Same as you. I move my lips. Life's usually not this weird. When I set my mind to something, I'm pretty stubborn. You're a mule. Exactly. <laughs> He's hip. Maybe you can get me some bling. He's cool. I pity the fool that gets in our way. He's a talking mule. A talking mule? Don't be ridiculous. Like riding a bicycle. Man, he's fast. We rock, we roll, we're a team. Okay, big ears. Time to go on a little trip. Oh my god! Oh my god! What are you doing in my bathroom? I was abducted by aliens. <laughs> something weird's going on with that mule. It's like it has superpowers or something. Now, Tommy, Major, and Jackie must team up to save the farm. Everything will turn out all right. Dreams help us keep going, even make us stronger. Jackie, I thought I lost you. Excuse me. I don't have a fucking intro. I, I, <laughs> do you notice how I'm just doing random sing-song shit? It's because I have nothing. I have absolutely, <laughs> I have like no notes on this movie basically how, at all. How could he have nothing? It's good old southern hospitality, the film. There's just good old southern Stetsons and horses and, um, yeah. Yeah. Texas. No, no, no. Okay, we're done the intro because I, I'm going to put the yeah kit at the end of that. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're done. Hi, right, welcome to Rough Cuts. I'm your host, Lillian. This is my co-host, Boinks. That, that's our intro because we have nothing. Because we have nothing. We I have I, nothing. I have nothing? Uh, well, we have to talk about this. Uh, you realize that, right? Like, there's a, there's a podcast going on. This is the podcast where we watch movies with dogs in them and then rate the dogs at the end. Thank and you. And technically, yeah. this movie had a dog. It did have a dog. It's, uh... And that's not why I chose this film, mind no. you. This is my fault. I didn't know that they made horse tranquilizers in film form, but... I did. I did, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. We've seen enough. We've seen enough, but this... There's something about this one that just slid off my goddamn brain. I It was so boring. Like, it's not... I mean, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's mm -hmm. not bad. But, like, we've seen worse movies. Definitely worse movies. This is definitely more of a movie for horse people. Yeah. Than, than dog people. But I don't... I don't think it even gets horse people, which is confusing. It doesn't get... It's just boring it's so boring nothing happens like so much of yeah. this movie's runtime is filled up with like teen romance subplot from the most cardboard shallow teenage daughter that i think we've ever seen it put to film going and dating like horse guy and they're like how, how can she be shallow runs. she likes tattoos which never gets resolved no. uh she likes boys and she likes always be texting on her dang phone 
yeah, how is that like a two-dimensional stereotype? That, that, that is a very dynamic character. You know, it's like, come on. <laughs> Girls get it done. Let's yeah. go. Sometimes, sometimes she likes phoning people and sometimes she likes texting them. See? That's so dynamic. There's layers to her. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Like, and I mean, and then the dude that she's so interested in that they go, like, they go on their dates and their dates are... Well, I drove a wagon up to your house, and now we can do a wagon ride. It, and it's them. He did ride on a buggy. Yeah, they call a buggy. Yeah, to to the dance, and then stood in a circle with a bunch of. They're like fourteen. They're dancing with like seven year olds in a circle. Mm-hmm. And then that was enough to swoon her. That was the summer dance down at our barn. You see. Yeah. Like it's that. But all the know, kids are super excited about it. Yeah. Did you know that the country is very fun and interesting? You can do fun things in the country. Like stalk people. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the main thing that happens in this movie. It's, yeah. And uh, I don't even think they paid Kevin Sorbo to do it. <laughs> no, he was just showing up on set every day. And this woman was just constantly throwing things at him saying, Get! Get Kevin Sorbo. You get. You get. You get. You get, get. And he was. Just... <laughs> Alright, let's. Okay, we gotta. Fuck. What happened? So, this movie starts out. Oh my god, okay, right. This movie does start out in one of the wildest <laughs> it things does ever. It out really wild and then it immediately goes downhill. Uh, it starts out with a dad talking to his son. And going like, mm-hmm. I gotta go away for a while, kid. And he's he's on war crimes squad in the military. He's in full full military gear. Yes. Uh, with his codename Scorpion. Scorpion, yeah. And that's why I'm saying it. fucking and war crimes squad. Like, fucking Scorpion. Yeah, and he's telling his son, I'm sorry, I gotta go. They called me in. What? Why'd they call you in? Because I'm the best at murder there's ever been, yes! son. <laughs> I'm the best they've ever had. I send drones all over the place. <laughs> I'm here I'm here to protect American freedom and and to help free people. I'm a good guy. That's why my code name's Scorpion. I'm just gonna put on this black skull mask and go out and shoot me some people. Woo! Codename code <laughs> Blackhawk. What the f Fuck man. And so He's saying he's got to go away to the war. He's the best at killing there ever was. He really does, too. He, that part actually happens. And the code yeah. Scorpion. And then it he goes to kiss his wife. He's like, well, goodbye, honey. I'll be back in just six months. And then you hear... But in, like, the laziest, like, can... It's like... God, the sound is so bad. I'll put it in. It's free sound effects, for sure. Oh, yeah. Or the cheapest library they could buy. And it just fades from him leaning in to kiss her to a shot of the house with that sound over it. And we're like, wait, is the... I See, I thought... You were like, oh my god, it's going to go to, like, war shit immediately. And to me, I was like, is it going to cut to the kid playing Call of Duty? <laughs> like, is he going to be playing, like... Video some, games? Because it was such a video gamey sound. Like, it would be exactly what they would use for a bad video game in these B-movies. Or, or if somebody's having a bad war flashback, 
Yes. They would play like the same. But but instead, that was to signify he died horribly at war. Did he died horribly in the war? You see, all of those bullets we heard were him getting shot in graphic fashion at war, doing crime. As it turns out, he was only the second best at killing. (laughs) That's how it started. Tommy Tommy and the cool mule. Tommy and the cool mule. God, right. This movie, by the way, is Tommy and the cool mule. Oh, God. What's the... There's like... That's actually not the whole text of it. Because it's more. Uh, It's Tommy and the cool mule. There's never been a talking mule as cool as this before or something. Oh, no. It was uh, Tommy and the cool mule, not your average talking mule. Right. And they mean not your average because it's racist. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so... (laughs) Yeah. It's so bad. (sighs) It's it's like Song of the South shit. It's, It's... What are they doing? I don't know why. Okay. So Ice T is the voice of the mule, as he talks about wanting to get all of his bling. Because yeah, get me some bling. Don't put me in jail. Yo, fuck the cops. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that racist stuff. Thank you, Boix. It's very good. <laughs> Yo, kid, you listen to NWA? Boix. Are we gonna do some hip hop shabop bop? The kid immediately goes like, "Hey, uh." Mule, can you give me the pass? It's like, no, hey, can you give God. me a spliff, please? Ugh. I just want a spliff, Mule. That like, too, yes. It, that's, but it's very, yeah. The, I mean, okay. So this is a Christian movie. Um, you can tell, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, very explicitly starring Kevin Sorbo and all these good down-home Texas folk. So you can imagine... How they handle the talking mule. Yes. But they don't do a very good job of handling Christian message. No. But like at all. No. But I'm generally they don't, that's the thing. But yeah. yeah I, I think what I'm trying to say though, real quick, is maybe we gloss over the rest of the They portray the mule as racist as they basically can get away with. And we'll just kind of leave it there and not have to go into every individual moment of it. Uh, I mean, I, I don't guess, just, yeah. I don't the, know I want to just talk about that the whole time. because I, I think we should talk about Ice-T a little bit. Oh, I'm not saying we can't talk about yeah. Ice-T, but I'm just saying... We, but just imagine that uh, throughout the background of everything that we talk about Ice-T, just how obviously they're going to stereotype this. Sure, sure. Is what I mean. And we're not going to delve into every inch of it because, God, do we really want to sit here and... Well, that's not as important as Horse Gang, anyway. No, exactly, yes. <laughs> we got to get into Horse Gang. Horse Gang <sighs> is ready to cut you down and kick you out of this here rodeo. We're Horse Gang. Horse Gang. They're like snapping fingers as they leave and shit. <laughs> They yeah, this is the movie's idea of child hoodlums. Kid kids that sit around and ride their horses, and then if you fall off their horse while it's doing a very, very basic like trot, they go, Ha, he fell off the horse. Cause Yeah, wow. why would you fall You'll off the horse? You'll never be good enough for a horse gang. Horse gang. <laughs> As they, like, tip their Stetsons. 
<laughs> yeah, all these kids are wearing Stetsons. Yeah. They're, they're color-coordinated horse gang. They're basically like a musical. Pretty they're... much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like Grease, but with horse people. We're going to make this movie sound interesting, <laughs> even a little bit, and it's so not. I... Oh. This movie has a lot of editing problems, too. Oh, in, boy. In that they, they shoot scenes, and they're in order, but the mm. way they edit them is, like, 30 seconds of this place, cut to 10 seconds of this place, 40 seconds of back to the first place, cut back to the second place for five seconds, cut to yes. a third place. Like, there's... It's so jumbled in its flow mm -hmm. that it's easy to just be like, I don't fucking know what's happening or care. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's a lot of scenes that feel like they split... Like you said, they take two scenes and they split them between each other like five times when it's like... Instead of just, just doing do two scenes. scenes. Do yeah. two scenes. This is, this is real easy. And it's all... Uh, like, the cuts are really harsh a lot of the time, right? Like, they're yeah. very jarring. It has that problem. And then the other thing... I mean, as we mentioned right at the beginning, the cut to like... No, 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 like houses and it's like what does that even mean like we had no idea i thought like maybe they were doing like a call of duty joke or something and you're like i think they killed the dad like they're gonna go to war shit and the answer is they didn't do any of that they just killed the dad off screen but didn't tell you it's just fucking no wild. it's fine though because they got a dog to replace the dad yes which so, they named military. They named uh, the major, dog major. Major, yeah, because yeah, he's a military. Oh my god! Dead dad dog. So they they could have done something interesting. What if they brought the dead dad back as the voice of the dog? Is that interesting, or is that every movie that we've <laughs> That's seen? That's every like movie this? we watch. But it was Chevy Chase. Oh and god, Chevy no, Chase. no, yes. <laughs> oh god, Kevin Sorbo versus Chevy Chase in <laughs> that would have been a film, right, Kevin? Kevin Sorbo, mm. Chevy Chase versus Ice T. Wow, well, that is a trifecta. Then they could have given the dog a gun, and it would have been great. That dog knows war crimes. But <laughs> one of the other editing problems that I did want to mention that we can't demonstrate in any way mm. for audio is True. that this is Breaking Bad Mexico the entire time. The, the joke that, like, everybody made fun of Breaking Bad for Mexico just being orange. Like, that's mm -hmm. how you know that you're in Mexico is they, like, just change the color temperature to a weird color. Welcome to this movie. The entire fucking movie is that. Everybody is fucking orange all the time. Every shot has an orange filter or is completely and utterly, like, whited out. Yeah, out it's... Of focus yes. something it's Something's kind of wrong. both of that yes it's it's a it's like a washed out it, it, again it feels very much like a, a worse version even though of the breaking bad thing it kind of looks like that i i don't know if they intentionally put a filter on or if they just used yellow bulbs on everything to light it or no they had to do a filter because outside it's like that all the time like they i mean not a filter okay. but like they set their cameras to a certain they color changed balance. the camera like i so do you think yeah. they shot it that way because they're like, well, Texas has to be orange? Or I, are they just incompetent? I really don't know. It's very wild. Like, as somebody who does yeah. work with lighting, because I'm a photographer, uh, we were talking... At one point, 
they go inside the rodeo and you're like, this one looks a lot better. Like the scene is way, way better. It does. And I was like, no, you don't understand. That's an accident. You're like, what? Well, because when you get earthy wood colors that are reflecting the light, they tend to have that orange tint to them. And so that's it just, just looks natural. Like it so yeah. it looks more like it should. But they didn't change any of the color problems they've had. It's just that by accident, indoor lighting looks more like that in this kind, like in that kind of indoor setting. And it's like, that's, so everything looks like it's in this weird, like earthy tone that just feels super unnatural when it's outside middle of the day. It's fucked. It's so This wrong. movie would have looked better if they shot the whole movie at the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm learning. Because they did shoot the rodeo. So but shooting they... the rodeo, mm-hmm. by the way, is a famous term yes. where you don't have enough film to fill your movie. So you go to a rodeo that happens to be happening yeah. in the place you're filming and you just record that and put it into your film. Yeah, so you just record an, an event that's free and you just be mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, uh, it's instant production value because you get somebody else's hard work. Yep. And you, you steal can fill it. time. Yep. Yeah. So this movie literally shoots the rodeo. Correct. And it, it also has a rodeo that they go to to record at, but I don't think that's all of, of what they shot. No. I was to going fair. to say, when you said, uh, <laughs> you were saying, like, it would have looked a lot better if they shot the whole thing in the rodeo. But they couldn't shoot their entire rodeo in the rodeo because they didn't have enough money and stuff for it. No, like, they couldn't. Because <laughs> they do the rest outside the woods literal, and it looks like yeah, shit again. They, no, in yeah, the middle I know. of their rodeo finale, they make the final event this bullshit thing where all the people have to be outside and no one gets to watch it. Like, there's people in the stadium. And they're just like relaying what's happening outside through radio and text. Well, sometimes what they have a radio, other times they use telepathy. Yeah, other times the person writes it on a clipboard and it just materializes into Mm -hmm. somebody else's Mm -hmm. mind as an announcer so they can say what's going on. Yeah, no, that's true. That's what happens. Yep, and they just do that because they didn't have enough time inside of this actual rodeo to shoot an event. So that was the finale is instead outside in the woods. My theory about this is that Element Skateboarding didn't give them enough funding for their rodeo seats because they lied to them about what movie they were making when they got funding from Element Skateboards. Yeah. I have no idea why everyone wears Element in this. There's... 30 seconds of skateboarding in this movie when horse gang decides to skateboard the bully oh right oh okay actually we do need to talk a little bit more about the specifics of uh horse gang horse because gang. yeah you're mentioning the kid that skateboards in but that's also because every single one of these children so this is a like an Avengers Endgame scenario sure. where they have to bring all of Horse Gang together from across time to end the threat of our main character because we have a kid that's from the they they were like okay we've got a time machine that can go back the last fifty years <laughs> let's get a killer team of the best horse kids you can imagine we'll get one from the sixties and one from the seventies one from the eighties one from the nineties and one from the early two thousands <laughs> they got every kid 
and they all look like they're from that era that they're mm-hmm. supposed to be from. We had and, like a mom sometimes... kid from the seventies, and like there's like messy hair. Yeah, like cool early two thousands kid. Like there's like kind of an emo looking mm-hmm. kind emo of kid. kid. Like, kind of has, like that there's cut. bandana nineties kid. Side. Yeah, yep. no, we know. Who's we got know. The skateboard. Yep, yep. They got every kid. I get it's it. Wild. <laughs> it's unreal. Well, that's how we picked this movie too. Yes. So this movie's from two thousand nine, which mm-hmm. we need to point out. But the poster looks very much like it's an eighties movie trying to be a seventies movie. Yes. Mostly because of the children on it. like Because they all look like they're 70s kids. Yes, you showed me a poster and you went, okay, what do you think this movie is from? And I went, okay, you wouldn't be asking me that if it wasn't weird. Okay. So we've got these kids, this kid on the right looks like he's from the 70s. So I'm going to guess it's an 80s movie because the Mm -hmm. B movies are often like 10 years at a time. And then you moused over to 2009. It's and I 40 years out of time. <laughs> fucking lost it. It's so <laughs> fucked. It's so wrong. Everything about this movie. So the time-traveling horse gang. <laughs> yes. Who skateboards and likes to advertise the brand Element Skateboarding, which every child in this movie wears at some point. Yeah, with their Stetsons. Element goes really good with Stetsons and horse Everybody brands. loves skateboard Stetsons. Yeah. Absolutely. They're trying to bully Tommy out of... Because our main character. Our main character. Because his dad died in the war doing crime. And he lost all of his horses because the mom sold them to try and pay for the house, which he's losing anyways because he's getting foreclosed because their dad died in war. Uh-huh. Also... I forgot. I was going to say that the mom is maybe one of the more likable characters, but then I realized, no, right, she's also awful because of this exact scene. What happened in this scene? Tommy comes home and he's like, what the fuck? You can't take my horses. And he's screaming and yelling. He's like, those are my dad's horses. He was a championship rider. And he's trying to like stop these guys that he thinks are horse thieves. And his mom comes running out eventually. And she's like, no, no, Tommy, like, come here, come here, come here, I'm sorry. And she's, you know, he's like, well, I didn't like, think you'd be home. Away. I was going to sell them without you here and just lie. That's not better. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was going to sell your dad's horses without telling you. But the plus side was I was going to do it behind your back so you wouldn't know. <laughs> like... <laughs> So at, at some Mom point, of the year, congratulations, thank you. At some point when Tommy is trying to show Horse Gang that he's cool enough to be the 2010s kid to their decade of every horse kid gang. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> they need one from the 2010s. They, they gotta haven't get gotten one. one yet. No. <laughs> he's the future of the gang. They have to secure the, the future. future. Gang. Uh, he falls off a horse and bonks his head, which is irrelevant to everything. And then... Correct. This is important because bonking on the head is important to the plot. Yes. But not this one. No, not this one. And then later on he gets invited to Horse Kid uh, gang members, like the the leader's birthday party. Mm -hmm. Which is the son of Kevin Sorbo, who is a horrible man that's trying to buy their house out from under them. Uh, And he's also playing a character in this movie. Yeah, and he also wants the mom to rent his awful, terrible landlord condo so, so that, that he can keep 
raking in money from them and being a leech on society. And he's also playing a character in this movie. <laughs> and he... It's also kind of implied that he's doing it so that he could, like... I. It almost feels like he's, like, building, like, a local harem inside of his It kind of sounds condos. like that. But the mom is Red Mal, and she thinks that... Oh, yeah. ...putting a guillotine to all of the landlords is a great idea. This is why I liked her a little bit. <laughs> she was so... You leech, you bastard. I'm not going into your fucking slum condos. Yep. It's great. So they, they invite Tommy to his son's birthday party... And as Tommy shows up, the horse gang is in coordinated horse gang colors, mm -hmm. the reds, yeah, versus the Crips. And oh my God. <laughs> what? I just no, That's no, what's happening no. Here. Pull up, pull up. <laughs> and and they're they're having a paintball fight with other kids that are in different shirt colors. Mm -hmm. But they horse gang has paintball guns, and the other gang doesn't and they're just hunting them in the woods and that no they give they and do then they eventually them. get guns but at first they're just running after them and shooting them as they're unarmed it feels like that yeah there's some weird setup to this and my the thing for me that i thought was hilarious is every time that one kid shoots another kid and is like you're out they have to tell them that by lifting up their mask off of their well, face if you, and all of their If you have a gear. mask over your face, you can't talk, and then it's really sweaty when you breathe. And it's, it's no. just really suffocating, you know? I can't... Totally impossible you, to do anything. How, am I, you know? how are people supposed to know who I am if my mask is covering my mouth? <laughs> That's what they're doing. But, yeah, oh, and, yeah. Like, but they're lifting it up every single time in the middle of a paintball game. Don't do that. Don't do that. So bad idea. The reason they did that is the director told them to do it because otherwise it would muffle in the microphone, and they didn't want to put a microphone in the mask. I know why yeah, they, they did. didn't have lapel mics. Yes, I know. I know. It's it's dumb, but that honestly, it's also dangerous because they actually yeah. have paintball guns. They are shooting at each. Oh, other. they're shooting each other. Yeah, and they're aiming for the face. Don't get me wrong. Well, of course they are. They're kids. They're kids. I would aim for <laughs> so, so anyways, Tommy hides in a barn, like in a stable, with a mule. He was trained by his dad, Scorpion, yeah, Captain he's, Warcrimes. He's, Captain Warcrimes is hiding in the barn because yeah. it has natural defense, while Horse Gang is just sitting out in the open between a fence. Uh-huh. And, and Horse Gang shoots it at Tommy, and they miss and shoot the mule in the ass. Yeah. Which causes the mule to kick and knock loose a board in the barn that bonks Tommy on the head and causes a cartoon, like, dizzy effect to appear above yeah. him. And then this is when the magic happens of the the movie. And this causes Tommy to be able to hear Ice-T, who is also in yes. the scene, wearing a mule costume. Yeah, he was the mule all along. <laughs> but it's implied that it's like magic for some and reason. Some poor and some poor PA had to be the the back end of the mule. <laughs> well, and we that know that PA, for sure. That PA had real bad digestion. That I day. don't know why they thought Ice T and somebody else at a two person mule costume was a really good idea for this movie. But yeah, whoever was in the back end of that ass really had to shit <laughs> because every time. Every fucking time I gave Ice-T a compliment in this goddamn movie. 
Okay, so at least Ice T is actually matching the. <laughs> what were you saying? Need? <laughs> can you finish that thought? <laughs> no, I can't. I love, I love the difference in energy point. between these two. <laughs> well, one of them's a well-respected actor, and the other one's Ice T. No, I get mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah, time you, you try to like insult and <laughs> credit the ice tea, he shits himself. Like over top of you, every time. It happened four times. You know, I, I gotta give Ice T some credit. At least he's. <laughs> like, okay, I fuck you too, movie. Fine, fair enough. <laughs> I agreed, you did not need to give Ice T any credit for this movie. <laughs> that was really funny, actually. It was it was very, very good, but it had nothing to do with We made our own fun for this movie was the thing. Like this isn't that funny. No. We were just so starved for anything to do but watch this. Like so he hears Ice T talk mm -hmm. and then he goes home that night. And he dreams yes. about a talking mule. So yes. so he's like, is it a dream? Is it reality? So he goes back and no, Ice T's just talking mm -hmm. as, a, as a mule. Yeah. But Okay, so normally in a talking animal movie. Yeah. They would have a reason for the animal to be talking. Although not in every movie we watch, of course. No. But but if you're not but a I hack writer. Sure. It, you want to try and make it relevant. It's not, though? <laughs> no. A, there's not a single moment where that mule talks that anything relevant happens because of it. It's so irrelevant that the, guess what, plot twist, the brain damage arc, that doesn't exist either. Because everybody <laughs> can hear a... the mule. It's not even just Cause... Tommy hearing a mule in his head because he got bonked. Correct. Yeah, other people can hear it. So, and so, like, what's the consistency here? Like, well, and then at the end, he hits his head again just before the big race. Correct. And loses the ability to hear the mule, to hear Ice T. Yeah. But, yeah, he, man, he can no longer listen to any of the best music. <laughs> <laughs> but, like,. The f amazing thing about that is that, no, he didn't. Ice-T was just fucking with him. Right. Ice-T just thought he should do it on his own. So he just stopped talking to him to make him think that he lost the magic. Which means that he didn't need Ice-T the entire time, which makes Ice-T ta a talking mule in this movie, again, irrelevant. Well... Okay, we, we did determine a reason why Ice-T needs to talk in this movie while we were watching. And the reason is that Ice-T needed to keep his health benefits for the year. Oh, yes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And needed... the union got him a job <laughs> mm -hmm. so that he was still a working actor and could keep his benefits. It's the only It's the only thing I can think of. Because every time he talks, he's like, ah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a mule. <laughs> and then you can hear softly off screen. Did the check come in? Are we good? Can I leave? How how long did they have me for? 
<laughs> no, I'm not leaving my trailer. Bring the microphones in here. I told them that. I'm not going to the studio. It's not even Ice-T that wants to leave. Like, There's other people that want to leave. There, there's the guy at oh, the yeah. registration desk. Is, you could see physically picking up his bag and leaving the set. <laughs> to go home. To go yes. home for the day. And they shot that and then put it in. <laughs> leave it. There's Because like, uh... Tommy shows up late to the race at the end of the movie. And the registration guy... Is like you're just on time. I was already packing up to leave. Yep. And and then he signs him up, looks at his what? paper, which he didn't do anything with, and just hands it back. Says, "All right, get in there." And then it, he's immediately picking up his bag and leaving the set. It's not leaving the scene. Oh yeah, he's leaving the it very set. much feels that way. Yes. So I'm like, okay. <sighs> this was a paycheck for everybody involved. And it's just that scam of... The only person that I think it probably wasn't a paycheck for was Kevin Sorbo. Because Kevin Sorbo wasn't paid. He just showed up on set. He was just harassing He showed up. Woman. He did a home invasion. <laughs> he got locked in a bathroom mm-hmm. by a dog. Yeah. Uh, and then he left. But, thankfully, you had a guess that Kevin Sorbo was going to end up being a good guy for buying her property. I was worried. Yeah. And that they would end up together with the mom. But good news, there was a... Thankfully, this movie went, listen, it's not okay to be like Kevin Sorbo and stalk women like this. What you should be doing is stalking children. They made the cool new dad a child predator. <laughs> I like, don't get it! Why? What the f- so when Horse horse Gang is making fun of Tommy for riding a mule so Tommy can show off to them and join Horse Gang as the 2010's Horse Gang member, there's just a guy peeping on him with binoculars from far away. Like from bushes. Yeah. Yeah. And and then he, he catches Tommy not at the end of his, like, track, his, his, his test run. No, he stalks him as he's walking his dog through town. Later, yeah. Like, he follows him home and then catches him in town. Yeah, and to hand him his card and say, hey, you know what? We need boys like you, and then leaves. Yes. It's very Everything that he says is so... Like you said later on, you're like, you know, some of this conversation wouldn't be that bad if it hadn't introduced him looking through bushes. Keeping on them with the binoculars. binoculars. Yeah, it's... Perfectly fine conversation without that context. But the minute you have that context, he comes up to the kid and he goes, listen, we need young boys like you in riding. Why don't I give you my card and you can just come and see me personally, privately, whenever you need to. And you're like, okay, listen, this is, no, what? (laughs) What are you doing? And then he shows up at their house later and the mom throws a bucket of water on him because Kevin Sorbo is stalking her still. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, oh, don't worry, I get wet all the time. Here, touch my chest. And God, which yes. she does. And then he's like, hey, you should come out to my truck so we can talk about this. Like, it's so many red flags all the time. Everything, everything this man says all the time, just constantly. Like, no, 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 it's okay. Don't worry. I'll just give you my card, and you can call me personally. You don't need to tell your mom. Like. You'll be a really good kid. We need kids like you. It's I'm so gross. Like, listen, I'm looking for talented young kids, and I I need to... That's why I'm stalking them, right? Like, you've got something special, and if you just come with me to my truck, I can show you what that is. And you're like, no, this is... 
No, what? It's Nobody should weird. be doing this. It's weird. And the movie doesn't get how fucked every conversation he has is. It just doesn't get it. It's like it goes right over their head. So, in comparison to Kevin Sorbo, he might look mm-hmm. normal, though. Like, we need to consider that potential where they just I mean, didn't realize yes. it at the time. Yeah. Anyways, Horse Gang is still beefing with Tommy with their skateboard clothes the mm. whole movie, even after the dance. And and they're trying to get back at Tommy by, like, having one of their horse gang members date his sister so that they can dump her. And that'll make Tommy mad. Yeah, I guess. So they send out Derek, which is stupid fucking... Who's named Derek? After, after his sister... But it turns out Derek just likes his sister, and there was no reason for any of this at all, (laughs) I guess. It just becomes like a 30-minute subplot. It's just a subplot that doesn't result in anything, except they're dating, I guess. Whatever. Okay. It results in, like, the most boring cinema imaginable as you watch two children ride a wagon through the forest for They They go to the, the barn dance, which is like their... Mm-hmm. Junior high prom, I guess. And there's not even a single Alien vs. Predator arcade cabinet. Like, there's nothing what kind cool of, what kind of sides, fucking yeah. dance is this? Nobody snuck in an entire 40 of vodka for me to mix with the orange juice right? and have outside. Like, what the hell? Everybody what knows even happening? when you go to prom, you stuff your pockets with $10 of quarters for the Alien vs. Predator arcade cabinet. Mm-hmm, <laughs> then you mm-hmm. just sit there for three hours and then leave. Yeah. We all know this. Obviously. <laughs> they have... But, yeah. yeah, and then they... Should we... And that's... Anyway, so I... I don't know what else to talk about with this movie. I'm wondering if we should mention all of the weird Christian stuff around it. For some reason, they say like, the mule is like Jesus because Jesus rode a mule and it's the loosest loosest fucking Listen, thing they could have come up with. Jesus didn't like a mule, he rode a donkey. He loved ass. He loved ass. <laughs> that's what that's what Ice T says. No man, he loved ass. I know Jesus. We're bros. I know Jesus. Yeah, we were friends. It, it yeah, that's the reason that it's a Christian movie. But also Yeah. Like, the daughter has to constantly hide her temporary tattoo. Oh, because she wants a tattoo, but her mom won't let her have it. So she's putting a temporary tattoo on, and apparently this is also bad? Because, yep, for these people, that's... Oh, oh, height of sin. It's very much that. It's like, oh, whenever she's looking at tattoos. Like, the movie is itself basically, like, knowing the audience is going to be like, offended by oh my god could you imagine like a, a girl getting a tattoo <gasps> oh this movie is also very like misogynistic in general because there's also like oh sure like ice T's trying to give tommy tips on getting the hot horse girl which tip if she's into horses as you're into horses you've already got the horse girl don't worry <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she will correct. not shut yes. the fuck up about those horses you got this mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, she's just like that because she's a female, and females are shy, and you just gotta get in there. 
and shit. And it's yeah. just like specifically the word female is what's super gross about this in a way. It's just like, you know, these are like 13 year olds, right? Like, what are you, why are you treating these kids as like, I don't, yeah. what are you doing? And this is the part that I, this is the part that I wasn't sure that I wanted to talk about where it just, it feels very much, I mean, and with Kevin Sorbo's involvement and everything, it, it has that feeling of the really creepy, weird, like right wing Christian grifters that are all yeah. constantly yelling about degenerates all the time. And then also constantly putting out media that has a guy stalking small children and talking in like these really gross innuendos and all the kids are it's really yuck. sexualized. And it's like, yep, yep. That's so sure is these people. So Kevin Sorbo is also grooming his son who is the leader of horse gang to be a horse criminal you maybe shouldn't talk about how much kevin sorbo is grooming kids. <laughs> hey that's just the term here right i mean you're right but come on just, with me, with the transition was a little oh, okay. it took me a sure, second sure. we went from one conversation directly to you talking about grooming and i was like wait where are you going with this that's not what i meant I know. <laughs> but the point is, they're horse criminals. <laughs> and they do horse crime. Yes. <laughs> like stealing <laughs> horses and mules. Um, and breaking and entering. And real crime, too. Yeah, like <laughs> B&Es. And stalking this woman. And, and the kid has a, I don't know, like a, a conflicting relationship with his dad because he wants to do horse crime but not the way his dad does horse crime and they're both bad about horse crime i don't i didn't get i didn't know why where they, they were going with relationship. this like like at the end he didn't just like dad you're a horse criminal i'm going to this dude's party because i think you're an asshole no, no. he's still a horse criminal at the end no, well, yeah, It what it was is the ending of the movie, so they, spoiler alert, the hero wins, he wins the race, because his mule's well, really cool. he wins on a technicality. All rodeos are technicality, it's all fucking judges, <laughs> that was the whole thing, it's fucking stupid. Uh-huh. But, he, uh goes to his dad afterwards and his dad's like oh listen you should have executed the plan better and they're kind of mad at each other that the plan didn't work and then his dad goes you know what next time we'll be stronger we'll do it together and if it's just the two of us then we don't have to have your stupid ass horse gang or like any of my incompetent uh -huh. minions and we'll we'll kick their asses and he goes yeah you bet dad and grabs his hand and then throws him into the pool because he's mad at his dad but because but he's still a horse criminal. He didn't because deject it. He didn't right. Cause, no, cause, like he could have dejected it because the horse gang broke up after Tommy yeah. won the race, and the horse gang's like, "Yo, oh, specifically the horse gang broke up because the horse gang leader accused Tommy of doing witchcraft and wanted to dunk him in a lake until he confessed." But. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And somehow these people weren't into it, which was the That's weirdest part. That's the weird part. part. They were like, no, he's not a horse witch. <laughs> which, again, like, I'm, I was surprised. I thought they might have just gone there. <laughs> so, like, there's a reason for him to be like, my horse gang gave up on me and it's all your fault, Dad. And then, yeah. and then leave. But he doesn't. So, no. 
What was the point? Or like to have an arc. You, I mean, what you're trying to do is you're trying to give that character an arc. Sure. Where he would realize over time, like, wait, no, I can be friends with these people. And like, maybe my dad's the bastard and all this kind of right? stuff. But they don't know how to do that. <laughs> That's, they, don't, they can't write characters. That would require writing and like knowing like, people. You know, like the, the mafia kid in Soccer Dog that definitely killed a kid. Yes! So that they could win. And then later on, he's like, you know what? The mafia is shit. I'm here to play soccer. Fuck you, dad. Yeah, he's like putting out hits on the other team. He's, right? he's originally doing it to fix the game against his team so that he can win money. Yep. But then he realizes he can fix the game for his team as mafia which is, kid. Which is how you do it in the mafia. It was fucking rad. See, here's the thing, though. You're trying to compare... This unbelievable pile of shit, yeah. one of the most boring movies I've ever seen, to one of the best movies that we've ever seen on this podcast, Soccer Dog, which is a blast. It's not like, I wouldn't say it's necessarily good, but for what, it's very competent for a kid's hmm. movie. As a child, I'd have really enjoyed Soccer Dog, and some of those bits hold up, damn I, it. I'm just saying, they could have done Horse Gang better. Oh, they could have done everything better. <laughs> I don't... Well, I, I want to see the next movie. I want to see the movie where the horse gang fucking does it right. They bully <laughs> properly, and then they grow as a horse gang of brotherhood, and they all hug it out. That's all I'm saying. We just want Horse Avengers Endgame. <laughs> in, in the next movie, in the Tommy and the Cool View universe... <laughs> but yeah, the dad and son fight for no reason at the end. Because they're both like, well, we're both horse criminals. We still want to be horse criminals. Let's just do a better job of horse crime. They both agree on that. And then they fight. I have two more. It's... I have two questions for you, too, about this whole plot. <sighs> yeah. How much in debt are they? Who? The, the, oh, the family. Oh, oh, yes. Because they're yeah, losing okay, the house. The main character. They're losing the oh, house and it's being foreclosed God. on yes. by the bank. How much <laughs> are you, you going to give? Do, do you want to give me the, the ability to talk about the entirety of this problem? Sure, yes. <laughs> like, are you passing this gem to me? Thank you. Because I wanted amazing. to ask, how much in debt are they and how much was the, the amount that they won? <laughs> because there's a there's Good a disconnect questions. here. I, I don't. Hmm. The answer is they never tell us how much in debt they are. Correct. And they also the never tell us tell how us much either. they want. But we do see him pass her a tenner for winning. But they got ten dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's not fair. It might have been a hundred. It was a single bill. But it was enough to save the farm. It was a single bill. That's all he I gave know. Them a single, the the child stalker gives the mom at the end of it. He's like, "All right, well, I guess you guys won. Here's your prize," and like passes her a single crisp bill that she crumples in her hand, and then she goes, "Yeah, you tell that fucker, I'm paying back the debt on our house." It's like, was it a hundred dollars? What? How much money were you in debt? You sold like five horses. What's the What's the money? <laughs> Most movies. It's what? It's five the, horses, Michael. How much could they cost? The Eight dollars. Chuck E. Cheese movie figured this out. You have to tell us the stakes and how much. I mean, we don't. There's nothing about 
the stakes of this, though. No. You're saying they have to tell us the stakes. What it is, because it, it's wilder than that. Most movies would have had anywhere, somewhere in there, even 10 seconds of, well, I've got to win this because that way we can pay off the farm and I can get my dad's horses back. I didn't even know there was a prize for the competition he was in. We didn't know there was a prize until the very end when she's getting it. And she goes, did you do this so that we could keep the farm? And it's like, wait, what? Was that the point? Because there's not a single mention of it I thought the point was to prove to Horse Gang that he's good enough to join the gang. That was the point, yes! (laughs) But then they just added on this extra at the end for no reason out of nowhere with no explanation look and it was obvious because he gives her a fucking tenor some, and goes like sometimes you have to enter a closure. mule into the joke comedy competition they added at the end of the rodeo to make fun of people <laughs> that's the other thing is that normally it's a horse riding competition so why the fuck is he allowed a mule and it's because Oh, well, I don't know. This is the dumb competition where you could ride a steer, I guess. We've got to remind you, you, you could ride any animal. You could even ride a dog. <laughs> yeah, they're like making jokes about it the whole time. This is it's the, the dumb one. Joke the shit competition. The one only losers enter it. It's the clown competition. And don't worry, it'll pay off the debt on your entire farm. At least they hired enough actual children in the neighborhood that looked uninterested in the rodeo to give it that real rodeo experience. Everybody in the crowd looks so fucking bored in every scene that they have. It's great. Every extra is just, just like us, is just staring like... So how much well, you have to know, like, so minutes? when they shot the radio, they must, the rodeo, I said radio. When they shot the rodeo, they must have had them there for like eight hours. Right? To get all the seeds they needed. Mm-hmm. And they could not leave. They could not have a sandwich. Yeah. That sandwich is for the, the actors, not the not the extras. They not were the being real shits to these people. I know it. And then, <laughs> it feels like they had to have been. And so they're just huh. standing around. They can't leave. They've already, like, committed. Like, yeah, you're going to be bored. There's nothing to do. Oh, it's, yeah, it's unbelievable, some of the stuff that they do with that. Anyway, they, Tommy wins, he gets the horse girl, uh, the mule says, I was just fucking with you, buddy. Anyways, ha 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 ha. The magic was in you the whole time, my entire point in this movie was irrelevant, bye bye. Uh, Horse gang breaks up over witchcraft accusations. Thanks, thanks for the dental. (laughs) And and Ice-T got a paycheck. That's the film. Yeah, that's the movie. I, you know, I knew that, like, real estate prices were a lot cheaper in rural areas like Texas, but man, we should go out and get ourselves a farm. Well, it's easy. You just look for the signs that have extra letters in every word. Oh extra my God. S's, extra D's, just the letters yeah. that you wouldn't think would have extra letters. You mentioned every uh, sign in this movie feels like it was AI generated. But it's 2009! It. So it can't be. How did but... they fuck up? Every sign, I think it was a joke, I, um, but I don't, it had so little energy and was so weirdly done that it didn't make sense in any case. But every sign that is made for just the movie has like, like his name, the ba- bad guy is Dave Davies. Something like that, yeah. or D- Dodge Davies? Dodge. It's Dodge Davies. But his Dodge has D-O-D-D-G-E. Or something like that, and right? Like, 
the S. No, it was Dave, Davis was S- two S's at the end. And, and like, like the, like the foreclosure S- property sign has an extra like C or something and or an extra S here. It's just random consonants mm-hmm. that shouldn't be extra in the word. So they had one that said friends, but it had two D's. I don't think it was because... a joke. I think they just got somebody who like it's got to be like a they found the cheapest printer they could and that printer doesn't like speak english as a native language or something it's something weird like that it has to be there's no way i no idea what they were doing with it but it's very stupid <laughs> it sucks it, it sucks at least so they bad. didn't have a, a boom mic show when the mule was shitting out of his ass fair enough you know what they did have though Two of the greatest line reads that we've heard in film. Yeah. The, uh. yeah. <laughs> and then the effect that they had when he got his second concussion. And oh, yeah. The guy comes up to him going, you okay? The, the, yeah, he does like the alien voice. Like, hey, man. <laughs> you got a split, bro. <laughs> like that? They were doing like the, the it felt like a weird joke. Like, it's a little bit of the like you cannot handle my strongest potions. <laughs> it was real dumb. It felt like a Tim and Eric bit for like five <laughs> seconds. Yep. You okay, son? Uh, let's rate the fucking dog. Uh the dog is major, named after the dad who was a warm criminal, I guess, and probably a major in the army. Uh Major is a very good boy that protects you from Kevin Sorbo, and that is braver than the troops. That salute. Easy 12 out of 10, dog. I'm sorry, I only have to give it a 2 out of 10 here. I would have said a, a 1 out of 10 because it was the best at killing, but as we know, he died, so he's only the second best. Are you reading the dad or the dog? <laughs> the dog. The oh, dog okay. is named after the dad. Oh, so it's true, true, okay. Yeah, and, and then there's also... The dog is the dad. There's also fair. the mule, which is Ice-T in a two-person mule costume in the front. And Ice-T should have got somebody else for the back of that costume. I'm going to be honest. That mm. Ice-T got a paycheck. Ice-T got his, his health benefits for the year. I think Ice-T is a nice, strong, working actor. <laughs> out, of, uh-huh. out of 10. Dental coverage plan out of 10. <laughs> That's my rating. Well, anyway. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about. This movie is apparently beat for beat the exact same story of The Skateboarding Kid 2. Oh, God. No, you can't say... Damn it, now we have to watch it. I was going to not try and <laughs> which, not watch it. Which is it. about a kid that skateboards over Mount Rushmore, apparently. Based on the, t- the cover. But uh, apparently it's literally the same movie. They remade it again. And that might be the reason why there's a skateboarding sponsorship. Boyx is just doing this specifically to get me to have to watch. Name name, name one skateboarding. I'm editing this. Name week. one skateboarding movie we watched with a, a chimpanzee. You can't. <laughs> you can't. I because we watched more than one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did we? I don't actually. I don't, I don't think we watched another wait. one yet. I feel like one of the other Airbud movies had one of the chimps skateboard for a little while. Uh, there was a there was a chimp definitely sword fighting at one point. It might be that. There movie. was a, there was some chimp sword fighting. I'm just wondering if they ever did stunts with skateboards. I feel like it had to have happened <laughs> at this point. Anyways, that that's the Airbudiverse is deep and wide, boys. Tom- There's got to be some Tommy in there. and the Cool Mule, which I want to keep calling Tommy and the Talking Mule because that's a better title. Sure. There's nothing cool about this mule. 
that's it. Wow. They... Uh, insulting iced tea right to his face. If I say something nice, you'll shit again. <laughs> I know how this works. <laughs> anyway, you can catch us on social media, Rough Cuts, over on Blue Sky, as well as co-host. Uh, you can follow us on TikTok. You can support us on Patreon, which is helpful. This is extremely helpful. Uh, we have to pay for a non-zero amount of these movies. It's true. And sometimes we have to pay with our lifespan. Like this one. <laughs> like today. Sometimes the cost is too high. <laughs> uh, you can email us at roughcutscast at gmail.com if you have any feedback for us or any fan art or anything. Uh, and that's it for this week. We're uh, taking next week off. So no episode next week. But we'll be back Correct. with more of this it's my wife's 40th birthday. Yay. Um, and, and that's it. And we're working. That's it. So, <laughs> that's uh... <sighs> hey, did the check come in? Are we good? Are we done here? Did they pay us? All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light up while Patreon. we're waiting. Yeah, okay. yeah. We're waiting on the next spot, so. What, we're still live? Not like Tommy and the Cool Mule, not your average talking mule. That's the full title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. This has to be good. It says it's not your average. Okay, looking at this real quick, this is probably irrelevant. What what era do you think this movie was made in? Looking at this cover. See, to me, that, like, the guy on the right is making me think 80s. 80s? Maybe 70s, even, because the hairstyle? Almost, yeah. Like, I, well, I was thinking, like, that's why I'm thinking, like, mid-80s. Like, because it's, I feel like it would be mm-hmm. out of time for, like, generally these B-movies tend right. to be, like, 10 years too late, right? Like, they're fucking way out of time. So I'm like, okay, 80s. But... I don't night two thousand nine. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! No! I'm like maybe late nineties somehow, and it's just like some kind of nightmare. But holy shit, dude! That's that's almost twenty ten. Yep. Okay, I kind of I kind of want to watch Comedy the Cool Meal now. This is why I put this on the list. I'm like, this has to be shit.